American people stand firm in the faith which has inspired this nation from the beginning. We believe that all men have a right to equal justice under law and equal opportunity to share in the common good. We believe that all men have the right to freedom of thought and expression. We believe that all men are created equal because they are created in the image of God. From this faith, we will not be moved. Hello, God bless America, and welcome to the Freedom of Thought podcast. I'm your host, Peldino Joey, or Joey Awajan. Freedom of Thought is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, Audible, Stitcher, and Double Twist. Thank you once and always for joining me today on the Freedom of Thought podcast. Today we're going to look at, again, some of the, just it's just the undying arrogance of the local media, the national media, sports media, anything media, basically, outside of alternative conservative media, that uh, how they stand on the vaccine, how it's literally gospel. Like this whole vaccine talk is literally gospel when, you know, I don't know how much of the population would tell you there's, it's not even a vaccine at all. Just listen to the local media here. I'm going to get into this right away right now. Their shot at victory, they lost 13-7, probably could have used them in that game. You wrote about both of those cases. Um, I'm sure you got people barking at you on Twitter about being too political. Um, give, give me your, give me your rundown of, of what you think about those two players being unvaccinated and especially the way. Yeah. Rogers oh, how dare they business. be unvaccinated? Isn't it amazing that a vaccine that would save lives, it has become considered political. It's amazing George how Washington arrogant you are. His troops to get the small box vaccine. Otherwise we'd still be having tea at two o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, shut up. You know, my grandparent, one of my grand, great grandparents, had polio. Oh, here we go. We're going to compare it to a polio. polio vaccine. Can you imagine refusing a smallpox vaccine? Can you imagine not being smart enough to realize that we are all already? We're going to compare this to smallpox and polio. A freaking uh, cold. You wouldn't be allowed to go to school. Uh, Kyrie Irving. Shut got up, you idiot. will play at Duke University. It's it's stupidity. You're and stupid. Aaron Rodgers and Harrison Smith should not be this stupid, and they do. Have You're stupid, you asshole. Incredibly good medical professionals they are idiots you're an idiot their teams do you think george washington's troops did their own research into oh, smallpox oh george washington now do their own research i'm just guessing george uh, washington's you know, troops rejected the, the, the <laughs> yeah uh-huh it's so flabbergasting how do you compare this garbage what's wrong with you why black is black and white is white and two plus two equals it was four yeah we're that mental huh two plus two equals pi I should so have been just, uh, surprised by Aaron Rodgers' um, radio appearance after he lied, or at least uh, lied, intentionally huh? misled, if you want to parse words, uh, intentionally because he doesn't want to take this crap. Vaccination status. I, I should have. I should have. I shouldn't have been surprised that he didn't come anywhere close to an apology, and instead, more or less, doubled down and talked about the woke mob and cancel culture but I, nonetheless I you thought are the woke mob and cancel culture would strike a different tone is that just naivete on my part or thinking about Aaron yeah, Rodgers in a way that right. I wasn't prepared to think about him because I, I had a different perception of him I think until this uh, the interesting thing is that I've always had the perception being around him a little bit being around him press conferences knowing people who cover him knowing people mm-hmm, who know him mm-hmm. in the NFL I've always thought that he was an incredibly arrogant jerk who got away with oh, that here we go. because he is so great. He is a great quarterback. 
and he's one of my favorite players I've ever watched, <laughs> both in person You're or arrogant. on TV. But his arrogance plays out. Tell you what, there's some great reporters you cover the past. You know, you never brought up his Tom arrogance before, you son of a... He's fantastic. Rob DeMoss. But now, the back team makes him arrogant. They have so many good people over there who cover that team on a very professional basis who ask good questions. So professional. Rogers hmm. tries to belittle and bully everyone. That's yeah, who he is. Yeah, funny, it took you he 17 years to mention that. Bully. You phony, you liar, you hypocrite. Bully. Shut the hell up. The Vikings worried about maybe them losing more. Ah, what a bunch of clowns. You know, a lot of the local media, I listen to it just to laugh at their arrogance and their stupidity. Just, just, did, did you hear that? I mean, <laughs> oh my God. You know, I wish I could respect these people, but how could I possibly do that? That's Michael Rand and Jim Suhan locally of the Star Tribune, the, the, the Red Star, the Chinese Star. That's what it might as well be. Did you hear that? I mean, it, it's just, <laughs> that's what kind of garbage we hear every day around here. Like, you know, Dan Barrero is as arrogant as it gets when it comes to the whole thing. I'm like, I'm through arguing with people that can't basically add two and two together. Apologize for the noise in the background here in the apartment. You had the vacuum crew. How convenient timing. But, uh, yeah, that's how life goes in this world, right? What a bunch of crap, though. I mean, were you blown away by the stupidity of that? Because I sure was. <laughs> You're comparing something, too. And how, how you uh, she's talking about how you just change the rules or whatever and such and make things up and manipulate things. How about, how, how about all of you out there being part of the real big lie, the true big lie, that the flu lo uh, no longer exists and that COVID and the flu are basically one and the same? Well, you know what I mean? It, yeah, COVID and the flu are one and the same. That's the whole point. It's just it's just maybe a different form of the flu, you know, that maybe we're not used to yet, so it takes a little longer to heal. Does that mean we need to shut everything down? Does that mean we need to stick a needle in everybody on the planet two, three, four times, possibly? It's just ironic and crazy. Also, again, uh, automatically, I'm some kind of an idiot by jumping on board and saying, Let's see, Dakota Dozier locally, uh, right guard of the Minnesota Vikings, obviously not a good player, but that's not important about if he's good or not, hospitalized to a point of he was in the ER, vaccinated with COVID-19, vaccinated with COVID-19. Does that make me uh, a bad person for bringing that up? Is uh, not just like, see, see, uh, automatically it doesn't work. Well, it's, I don't need just that one. There's a lot of them out there. The list is, the list goes on and on and on and on and on. And now magically, magically though, Without that vaccine, he probably would have died or something. That's the other thing people bring up, like Pat Micheletti locally. Three times, he took three shots. Still got COVID, and he's like, oh, well, without it. <laughs> without it, it would have been a lot worse, believe me. Are you sure? Howard, I mean, because it was literally like less than two weeks after he got that third shot. The, the booster, whatever a booster is, uh, automatically makes people sick, and there's so many side effects, it's not even funny. Uh, it's it's an overdose. At very least, it's an overdose that could be very dangerous. They don't see that? Am I crazy? Are they crazy? I think they're crazy, to be quite frank. Oh, it's a topic that's never going to go away. I wish it would, but this is a cult. And these people call us cult members for, what, voting for Donald Trump? For not agreeing with what's going on? That's a cult member? Not the people wearing a mask and saying, join us or you're, you know, or we're going to, we're going to, you're going to get fired from your job. We're going to push you away. We're not going to be friends with you anymore. We're not going to be family members with you anymore. You can, you're not welcome at our Thanksgiving party or Christmas party or whatever at the house. That's not a cult. Do you see the fatal flaw in all this and the hypocrisy? It's obviously right up in your face. And if you can't see it, 
okay, I I guess I guess you can't see it then. That's a damn shame to be to be quite frank. With that, we're gonna change gears. I guess might as well do it. Might as well talk a little more cryptocurrency, and I'll also get into some conversation brought up on the Facebook page. I'll talk some more about cryptocurrency, and I want to highly recommend that you actually uh, get on board the crypto bandwagon. Crypto.com is the application I use, and I would like you to join it uh, if you could. I'm going to put a link actually in the show description. That would be cool. Uh, basically, you click on the link and download the the, uh, the application that way. That way, it shows that I referred you, and we both get 25 bucks in our account. 25 bucks. That's a pretty nice deal. If <laughs> think about it, they're literally giving away 50 bucks and splitting it between the two of us, and it would very much help this show and the other podcasts I do. I uh, really could use the help, and uh, obviously, at the end of the day, it's a very profitable thing. I've made thousands of dollars, and I'm not making that up. I'm not. <laughs> uh, there's Bitcoin, of course, BTC, that's like the ticker, as they call it, how you have to enter in a symbol, a ticker symbol, let's call it a symbol, Dogecoin, D-O-G-E, Shiba Inu, which has been the most profitable one by far for myself thus far, S-H-I-B, and we're talking well over 1,000% profit, yes. Uh, Crypto.com actually has their own, which is cool, CRO, and Doge Elon Mars, which is kind of like Doge Elon, like Elon Musk, I guess. I guess they're just kind of having fun with it, and it's E-L-O-N, like Elon. Um, that one has tons of potential going forward as well. A lot of people on that bandwagon. A lot of them are sub-penny. So you got a $65,000, $63,000 Bitcoin, which again, you only can, I mean, you don't need to buy, you don't need to spend $60,000 to buy Bitcoin. You can buy a small fraction of it as well for a couple hundred bucks couple thousand bucks and even less than a hundred bucks depending on just little bits and pieces maybe from your cool i'm seeing something but yeah i'm great <laughs> but uh, no i mean little bits and pieces you can add from your you know bi-weekly paycheck or whatever bi-monthly paycheck is more like the right way to say it but yeah uh this is not just an advertisement it's more of but i will put the link in the show description i would highly recommend it obviously i like cryptocurrency i think it's uh it's a fun alternative, and the way the dollar is collapsing, I think it's a more than worthwhile way to go. Uh, you trade them. You, you trade them similarly to stocks, obviously. Like you compare, like say, it's twenty-five cents. We'll say right now for Dogecoin, it's basically about that. So you could buy four Dogecoins for a dollar, that kind of thing. That's how that works. It's pretty simple. And of course, if it goes up to twenty-seven cents, you made a small profit there. You could sell at any time. Uh, it's good to it's it's good to hold. For a little while hoping for more but it's up to you it's 100 percent up to you uh, again it works like a stock that way and of course there's the share structures and such i call it a share structure but it's more of market cap and all that and how much circulating uh circulation there is out there some of them go into the trillions like there's a trillion plus ones that's why they're sub penny partially but there's still an amazing amount of profitability in those because the market cap, as they call it, is the total amount of money in, the total amount of dollars in the actual, uh, I, I want to call it a stock, but in the coin, but it's like it's like a stock similarly, and you do the math there, and that's how you come up with the price of the actual uh, current coin and such. But when you consider the market cap of Shiba is $28 billion, <laughs> and it could easily get into the hundreds, that's a major profit right there. That would be, you know, three or four hundred percent profit right there. Bitcoin, you know, I always he always hear about Max Kaiser saying how Bitcoin is going to get in the two hundred thousands, and it very well could. It's uh, you know, you could use that one as a safe way of protecting your, you know, protecting your capital, so to speak, protecting the dollars you make. 
uh, with, with your paychecks and such. Obviously, you're not going to invest your whole paycheck in it. You're not going to invest a fourth of your paycheck, probably, unless you really have, have a lot of extra money to do that here and there. But that's the way to approach cryptocurrency. It's nothing you have to worry about, really, about being crazy. And with a Crypto.com application, it's a very, very small fee, like a small percentage, basically. And most of us are only going to put in, you know, a lot of times, maybe like 50 bucks, 200 bucks, something like that. It's less than, it's got to be at least less than five bucks per trade. It went even in the, even well into the hundreds. When you invest like 50, 34, $30, $50 here and there, it's oftentimes even less than a dollar. So you don't have to worry about expensive fees or anything crazy like that. It's a lot of fun and it can be very, very lucrative in a lot of ways. I, I, highly, re I highly recommend getting into cryptocurrencies. Uh, that's just something I'm going to talk about off and on on this show. And of course, I will advertise it as well. It would be great if we could refer each other that type of thing. And, uh, you know, we can, each get some, we can each get some free money as well. That can help make, uh, well, it, it would help this show and can help you possibly get started to, you know, the battle towards financial freedom, as we like to call it. Uh, keep fighting and fighting for that financial freedom and possibly escaping the, uh, the dollar itself as... <laughs> this administration's not helping at all. Gas prices continue to rise. I mean, you go to places like Burger King, McDonald's, you go to the grocery store, anywhere. Everything's going up all the time, and it's been going up much faster with this stupid idiot in office. So again, that's another reason to consider that as well. There's even talk about places like Tesla and airlines and this and that possibly taking uh, different forms of cryptocurrency as well in the future, or even currently in some cases. Some companies actually already take Bitcoin as payment, which is kind of cool. So obviously it'd be a small, small fraction of a Bitcoin to buy a, a laptop or something, like a $600 laptop. That'd be a tiny, tiny portion of a Bitcoin. It's just funny to imagine how valuable that truly is already at the end of the day. So it's obviously something to look into. I'm going to try to jump into the Facebook page. It'd be facebook.com forward slash freedom of thought. 1776 there it is okay and then i'll kind of get into the overall conversation here i also posted a few videos sometimes i kind of ranted a bit about what's going on little five minute six minute videos in the dark you know outside in the <laughs> outside in the um at the park i enjoy it very much mark carlson out of iowa says great episode i did like gerald's calling and his thoughts on the John Gruden situation, and he is right in my opinion, as are you, Joey. In a way, this reminds me of Adrian Peterson and his suspension as he was investigated for child abuse. Not to bring up an old subject here, but my point, why rush to the, why rush to the justice before any real information is gained? And that is my point. Many people have been defamed by accusations, careers destroyed by the cancel culture far in advance of any real evidence of wrongdoing. Hey, where is the freedom of speech in this in this anyway? Was anything said illegal? What law was broken and so on? Leaders and coaches are in a tough, tough spot these days. By the way, if we are going to judge everyone now by what they did in the past, we are going to go nowhere. We are all guilty of something. There it is. That's where you hit on the point as good as possible. We are all guilty of something. You, everybody, you know, every coach in the NFL, including Dennis Green in the past, could get fired for the crap they've said. And if we want to approach things that way, everybody could. Roger Goodell, everybody could get fired for something. They just find out something, you know. They, you know, like maybe one time he said something inappropriate in a in a taxi cab, like uh, Donald Trump did. 
la-di-da. Does that mean he's not deserving of being a president? When it was like 25, 30 years ago or something? Come on, people. Grow up, Roger G. Stop being an ass. And let's get back to focusing on the sport. And not what he said, she said. Unless you want the NFL to go completely woke and turn into a platform for social justice and a laughing stock around the world. Did I say too much? You did not say too much. Uh, I am sick and tired of all the woke crap being shoved on our throats every single day. It's one thing to end racism and all that, but how can you possibly end racism when it's coming back to us on a daily basis from everybody? Everybody's racist against everybody at the end of the day. It's just a fact. There is always going to be racial tensions with every race towards every other race. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Uh, even just little stereotypes, this and that, and then certain people feed certain stereotypes as well. It, it doesn't help the behaviors of certain people. The conduct of their characters, so to speak, can hurt a person. And, heck, Martin Luther King said, judge somebody by the conduct of their character, not the color of their skin. And if the conduct of their character stinks, I don't want a whole lot to do with somebody with a bad conduct of their character. You know, looting stores, burning down things, just because, just all in the name of social justice? That's not going to help anything. That's not going to make anything better. It's pure insanity. Uh, trying to think. I mean, like, obviously kneeling for the national anthem, tearing down statues or tearing down history. How is that a solution to anything? Does that make, does that make sense to you out there? How, and if you really want us to remember what happened, remember what happened with, the, you know, with slavery, this and that, then why are you tearing down history? Question mark, question mark. Anybody know that one? Does, does that make any sense? Why are you tearing down Ulysses S. Grant, who was the first civil rights president in, in many, many ways? He protected the black people after the Civil War. He was very, very, very pro-Emancipation uh, Proclamation. Why would you tear down Abe Lincoln's statue? Again, in the name of social justice, you're going to tear down Abe Lincoln and Ulysses S. Grant, a man who risked his life? How many generals, how many colonels, how many officers died in the Civil War? No war had more American deaths than the Civil War because every death in the Civil War was American. Think about that. It's a lot. It's a lot. More than even the Great War, as they called it, World War I. It became World War I once World War II happened. Before that, it was simply called the Great War. Um, how do people died in those wars? Because there were massive campaigns across the planet. Massive. A lot. Yet in the Civil War, right here on our own dirt, our own ground, more. More, more American deaths. Because it made sense. Everybody that died in that war was an American. Um, and you're going to tear down statues of people that risked their lives, lost their lives in that war <laughs> in the name of social justice. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. They died in the war fighting for your freedom. Your freedom. Your freedom. And they also wanted to stop the Confederacy from, uh, you know, like uh, removing themselves from the United States and creating their own country, basically. They wanted to prevent that from happening. A little bit of a power trip on Lincoln's side, a little bit. That's some of the bad part on Lincoln's side. Because, I mean, I, I don't know. If Sometimes if people want to start their own thing, I guess it, it is what it is. But if the, the slavery part, obviously... Nobody agrees with slavery. You'd have to be crazy. And obviously that was that was how it was back then. You wouldn't believe how many Confederates actually didn't agree with slavery. It'd be crazy. And like they say, history is written by the victors, where the, the victorious Union Army may have written some stories about the Confederates that weren't true. And a lot of that actually has come out over the years. 
that actually Lee was never for slavery. And he actually wanted to join the Union Army, but at the same time, he had to be loyal to where he was from, that type of thing. It was a tough situation. He was kind of between a rock and a hard place. He was much more of a Union guy than a Confederate guy. That's the interesting part of history that uh, gets cut in all this. Um, <laughs> it's amazing how we can go in all different avenues on this podcast, but that's how it goes. Uh, Mark Carlson says, Oh, excuse me. Uh, Gerald Spring out of Nebraska says, you're the man, Mark, and he loved that. Thank you, Mark, for what you had to say. Biden sucks. Uh, yeah, raise your hand if you think Biden sucks. And it's like, yep, we're raising our hand. <laughs> this is again on the Facebook page. This and that. And again, if you vote Democrat after the, all this is over, then you really are just an idiot. That might sound bad a little bit. Might sound a little bit like Michael Rand and Jim Suhan a little bit. But at the same time, you look at what's really going on out there. It's freaking crazy that you would vote Democrat at this point. I, I think that's frightening and scary. I, I don't know. It's just too much brainwash. Uh, there is just, there, people are just too indoctrinated out there, and it's a damn shame. You work your butt off, you know, people come and don't do a damn thing, and they live in a better apartment than you. Yeah, doesn't even talk about Joe Biden giving 450 grand per person to illegal aliens that cross the border. Illegally, they crossed the border illegally. Four hundred fifty thousand dollars, four hundred fifty thousand uh, dollars. Perry Newsom, yeah, I'm glad he, I'm, I'm glad he recovered from what was a reaction from the vaccine. Of course, they wouldn't mention that, but uh, he, that's exactly what happened. A reaction from the vaccine, and he's talking about giving a house with was it three bedrooms, two bathrooms to uh, to illegal aliens as well. Are, are you crazy? Are you crazy? A free house, or just even just just in general, a free house, a free house. We get to pay for that too. Where's the money going to come from, and why do they get a free ride when we work our asses off? I worked my ass off. I was out doing lawn cleanups at the time when I heard that, and I just started cursing my head off. I'm killing myself doing lawn cleanups before going to my regular full-time job. Yeah, I was tired beyond belief. I still am, but luckily I don't have to do cleanups today. It's just too wet outside. That's one of the reasons I'm able to record at the moment until the cleanup season is over. Work your butt off. Work your heart out. And these bums get a free house? A free house? Or 450 grand with Biden? Biden initially, like, arrogantly was like, yeah, that story was garbage. It's not going to happen. And then, like, right after that, he's kind of like, yeah. Uh, I forget exactly how he said it, but he was basically hinting at, yeah, that's, that's you know, that's, that's, in, the, that's in, the, in the works. It's just unbelievable when you uh, put it all together and how sick all of this is. But we're all just racists. We're all bigots. We're all, we're all xenophobes, homophobes, thisophobe, thatophobe. You know what you guys are out there? Christophobes. You're, you have a phobia against Christians and, and conservophobes. You know, conservatophobes. <laughs> Inventing new words here, but uh, they've invented a lot of words as well, like uh, I don't even want to get into it anymore. Critical race theory. Ooh, ooh. Ooh. I mean, how racist is that? Does it get much more racist than that? You're literally creating segregation. You're creating tension. You're creating anger and creating division. But it's critical race theory. Yeah, we, we got to tell you how racist you are just by being white. You're white, you're racist. You're this, you're that. Um, you're black, you're automatically poor or uh, victimized. You know, that's racist too. To call it, Just to call a black person, just, to be, just because they're black, they're either poor or victimized. That's insane. That's insane both ways. I'm not a rich white boy. They're not a poor black boy, so to speak. Why do we have to do that? 
How about we're just people? How about we're just people and we treat each other equally with respect? Regardless if we're rich, we're poor, we're, we're in the middle, which I would like to believe I am in the middle somewhere. Maybe the lower part of the middle at the moment, but uh, working my way up to the middle middle or above the middle would be nice. Hopefully with cryptocurrencies continuing to go in the right direction, it was a really, really nice run with Shiba, and there's more runs to come. It's just consolidating at the moment. So things like that to consider while it's consolidating, and then there's other ones that could be insanely uh, lucrative also that are really low at the moment because they're just getting started. That's how you really make money in cryptocurrencies, getting in some of those ones that are just getting started. And if you get in one and it makes a little run, you sell it, and then get back in when it dips. Simple. Simple. Maybe just reinvest the same amount of money, or either the same amount of money as the beginning, or the uh, just buy back the same amount of coins and keep the profit. This way, this way, that way. Keep the profit maybe to buy other coins in the future, or to withdraw it and, uh, you know, pay, pay your bills. That type of thing. Saves them for taxes as well. As much as I hate taxes and think we're being overtaxed beyond belief, you gotta you gotta protect yourself as well that way. You don't want to get nailed by the IRS later. So it's all kinds of stuff like that. Um, I hope you enjoy this show. I hope you tell your friends about it. I hope you uh, write a positive rating on iTunes, uh, excuse me, iTunes or Apple Podcasts. That's basically what I, iTunes and Apple Podcasts are one and the same. Depending on if you're on a computer, it'd be iTunes. If you're on a smart device, it's Apple Podcasts. Uh, Audible is another way to write a positive rating. And Stitcher. Those are the three applications that provide the ability to write a review of the current podcast you're listening to, the actual podcast, not the episode, but the podcast itself. Um, in this case, freedom of thought. Please tell your friends about the show. Spread the word about it. We'd greatly appreciate it. Um... They would, and again, uh, uh, a way to help the show is to uh, click on that link and uh, sign up for uh, Crypto.com, and you get 25 bucks for free, and I also get uh, 25 bucks. We both get it. That would really, really help the show. Could get uh, better and better equipment. That would be nice. Make things a little better. Maybe, maybe the audio would be better. As good as the microphone is, just the setup is not good necessarily because I don't, don't have the means to make a better setup would be great to have a little better audio, maybe get a camera going on for some uh, live <laughs> conversations on YouTube and this and that, which is becoming a thing out there with podcasts where it's like a, a, a vidcast, basically. But uh, you could be recording it uh, via audio for the podcast and having it on live video at the same time on YouTube. Could be a lot of fun. And we could keep uh, ranting and raving about politics, R raving about hopefully some good conservatives out there and ranting about the really bad... Uh, <laughs> liberals out there, or even bad Republicans as well. Mitt Romney's not a good Republican, you know. Uh, you know, we could go on forever. John McCain, terrible, terrible candidate for president, and a fake Republican the whole time. The Bushes. Is there anything good about the Bushes? Anything? Other than maybe they can smile and sound friendly sometimes? <laughs> I mean, they've, they've completely... The whole time, you, you just kind of knew. Like, just... Do you remember the vibe back in 1988 into 89... When Reagan left office and H.W. took over, didn't the vibe change almost immediately? It, it just felt there was more division out there. With Ronald Reagan, it was just wonderful. Things were wonderful. Obviously, he wasn't a perfect president. He made mistakes. He, he uh, But obviously, you know, they, put a, they literally put a gun to his head. I strongly believe. <laughs> I strongly believe that, and there's a lot of evidence out there to do, to do your own research on that one about uh, what really happened in the assassination attempt of Ronald Reagan with that one. 
So, I mean, you could go on all day with that as well at the end of the day. The Bush's, Bush's involvement with that and the New World Order in general, trying to get Reagan out of there to get Bush in there. There's the reason why Bush was the vice presidential candidate in the first place. So it's pretty freaking scary when you think about it. And I still remember Reagan appeared to have tears in his eyes as he was leaving office, like as if this was a very sad day for the United States and the country for what was to come. You could just feel it. And, man, it's you could just feel something was up. Like, why is he so sad? Something has Something was up. And something was up, all right. Boy, do we know. As uh, it's been a down spiral ever since until Trump went in office. And I keep coming back to imagine if Donald Trump and Joe Biden were the same age they are now in 1988. I don't think Biden would have won a single state. Just, just think about it. That's how brainwashed the public has become since Bush, Clinton, Bush, Obama uh, got in office. Think about that. Trump, Trump would have won in the biggest landslide of all time. Just the fact Biden even got votes in one state, legally or illegally, and in a lot of ways illegally, but I think Minnesota probably would vote Democrat for sure, along with some of the others in the East Coast and the West Coast. But <laughs> we'd go on all day about that. But I do believe it would have been beyond McGovern and uh, uh, Nixon and, of course, Reagan and Mondale. It would have gone beyond that. Trump in favor over Joe Biden. Joe Biden would have been the lunatic everybody would have laughed at and pushed away. And <laughs> Biden, a lot of people say, is moderate in comparison to others. He ain't moderate anymore, and he's laughing about it now. He's even said, I used to be moderate. Ha, 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 ha. That's nice to know. With that, I'm kind of rambling. I'm going off in other conversations and such, but I guess that's what this show is all about, isn't it? Freedom of thought. We're thinking about the country. We're thinking about the future. We're reflecting on the past and, again, hoping for a better future for this country. And it looked like it was getting better and better for a little while until these bastards stole the White House and are causing so much damage to this country. It's unimaginable how much damage they've already caused in less than a year. Unimaginable. I'll, I'll have to end with that, unfortunately. Uh, wishing all of you a very, very happy Thanksgiving. Maybe I'll have another show in between now and then. And maybe I'll squeeze one in on that day to recognize the day of Thanksgiving and what it means to this country and what it means to uh, the settlers way back in the day and all that. With that said, wishing all of you a great week or two. I'll be back soon. God bless you and God bless the United States of America.